Everybody, it's your favorite day of the week, and that is because we have John Garcia on with us, Locked On Bulldogs. We're talking what happens if we miss out on Riola, a big swing, and maybe another miss with Arch Manning, type two. We'll talk about that, who we already have in tow, and then also a five-star cornerback out of IMG uh, who just got upgraded this last cycle. We're going to ask John all about these guys next on Locked On Bulldogs. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel, the number one sports book in America. We have John Garcia with us today. John, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing well. Well, happy to talk Bulldogs always. Oh, wow. that is that is true. Uh, it's an easy thing talking recruiting trail and Kirby Smart and what the Bulldogs are doing out there. Uh, John Garcia is one of our favorite guests to have. He has his pulse on all the recruits uh, in the nation and the top ones especially. Uh, and so let's start with a top guy for the next cycle, not this cycle, but next, John. And that's uh, Ellis Robinson the fourth. Um, this guy just got upgraded in a lot of um, different recruiting uh, segments out there. People giving him, bumping him up. I thought I saw somewhere where he's now top three in the nation, cornerback wise, uh, five-star kid out of IMG. That pipeline still comes up. Uh, yeah. John, tell us your thoughts on this kid out of IMG. I love Ellis Robinson. I, I think he's got that sort of classic Georgia pull, right? Six foot one, 185, lengthy, physical, comfortable in coverage, doesn't panic when the ball's in the air. He's kind of got, got that well-rounded game, balance um, in any type of, of scheme, but particularly one that's going to value those who can either lock somebody up at the line of scrimmage or, or play great man coverage. Uh, and that's what uh, he brings to the table. And and I love this get in, in a lot of ways. One, because, uh, look, when you're the best secondary player at IMG, in any year, way, shape, form, even for one practice, it's a big deal, right? Because that's that's the cream of the crop, uh, especially from a skill position perspective. And Elijah has commanded that uh, from the moment he got to IMG Academy. Uh, him and Desmond Ricks were kind of the the bookend mm. cornerbacks. Uh, Ricks reclassified, but it was going to be a battle between those two, not only for you know who's going to shut down the field more, but who's going to be the number one corner in that 24 class. Uh, so naturally, Ricks moves on, um, and, and it's kind of uh, Robinson's race to lose, if you will, uh, and he's not losing it in my mind. Um, so I think he's going to improve upon some of the little things that maybe we're still curious about, the speed, the technique, kind of the leverage discipline, all the stuff that you wonder about when a kid comes from the Northeast and goes all the way down to IMG Academy. It's, it's a big transition, but you wouldn't have realized it watching Elijah play as a junior in, in 2022. And I think from Georgia's perspective, this is a Fran Brown special. This is, mm -hmm. um, I remember when he was hired, uh, look, Georgia fans are spoiled, just like Bama fans, Ohio state. It's like, Fran, who is this guy? He's from the Northeast yeah. and he's going to coach DBs. You know, he's not a Corey Raymond or T Rob. That's, that's, you know, the Southern rays and all this stuff. How in the world is this going to work? It's worked. Um, Georgia has been kind of, I guess not so quietly elite in the Northeast at a lot of positions that Fran has led, but with the, the secondary in particular, 
Jonel Aguero's from Massachusetts. Yes, sir. Elijah's from Connecticut. I mean, this is Connecticut or New York. This is starting to become a heck of a trend for Fran, and it's starting to translate in, in particular to the secondary, which is obviously, you know, very important for his own reputation. And I say that because this was a true head-to-head with, with Nick Saban and in Alabama. Uh, and any time – and those go 50-50, right? I think we can all yes. agree. There's no – yeah, nobody dominates that anymore. So anytime you pull a win, whether it's in-state or out-of-state at any position, it feels really big. And I think when you talk about the number one corner in the country, it has even more value because that's a premium position that everybody could understand means more than even five years ago. It feels like it means that much more in this day and age. And, and he just, again, fits that Georgia mold, 6'1", 185, uh, big, physical, uh, just a dominant player. Uh, so I, I just I love this get from every single angle. Um, and I think he's going to get better before he gets to Georgia, which is obviously most important for, for your audience. That's exactly right. And and coming from the Northeast down there, it is the Fran Brown special. That guy has been elite upon elite already. Yeah. He's come in, hasn't had a drop off. I think it's going to continue ongoing. Uh, and that's a part of the country that you're seeing more of this transient nature, right? You're seeing more of this. We're going to we're going to relocate. I'm thinking mm-hmm. uh, even, you know, Georgia's had that uh, Philadelphia special coming in for a couple of times now, you know, and then going up to Jersey and New York and, and all these big guys, offensive linemen in the, in the past. And now go to DB. And yeah, DeAndre Baker screams with this kid. Where DeAndre Baker, you just look at him, he's got that length, he's got that, that he's learning the leverage. And all of a sudden, DeAndre Baker learned that in the final couple of years and became something unbelievably special at Georgia. So if he can keep that going, uh, who knows? I, I love this. And yeah, when I said top three, I, I read top three and I thought it was cornerback. That's in the state of Florida. Uh, he's probably going to end up top one. Uh, yeah, as quarterback I, I think it's going to take it's going to take something to, to knock him off of that. Uh, Ellis Robinson off of that person. I think I said I, Elijah earlier. Um, Ellis is Ellis Island, right? Ellis <laughs> Island, New York. I mean, come on, that's an nil deal right there. Like, ooh, write it up. Folks. Ooh, that shirt's going to slap when it comes. Yeah, out. he's. I love yeah, I, I think it's going to be tough to to knock him off that perch again. It would have been a battle with Ricks. Yeah, I think that would have been a really fun kind of back and forth because they are a little bit different uh, than one another. Rick's more finesse, a little bit faster in a straight line. Um, and ironically, we talked about those battles being 50-50. Rick's goes to Bama and and, and Ellis is, is headed to Georgia. So kind of fitting. It is very fitting. We're going to come back after this, but first we'll let you know about FanDuel. Midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet. Up to $1,000. That's a bonus bet back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. John, do you have a March Madness team you're looking at? Are you a March Madness guy? I I usually am. I I think I'm better at it when I don't follow it as closely because the the emotions are out of it. You know, I I have a degree from Syracuse, so I I pull for – uh, aging Jimmy Beheim and, and the boys, but yeah, I feel like when I when I don't have that dog in the fight, I do better in in those pools and stuff. So yeah, give me give me a random team, give me you know give me Miami, give me uh, yes. Texas, give me somebody yes. outside the box that uh, that hadn't quite been there before because it feels like every year there's a team like that that pushes you know all the way to the final four. 
I was right. Give me the field this year. If you're going to give me point spreads yeah. and bets, give me the field instead of a one team or give me a four team quad, which you can do over at FanDuel. Don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet, $1,000 in bonus bets. You go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting po- partner of the NBA. All right, John, let's move on to a, another notable name. Uh, we've talked about. Uh, Dylan Raiola, and I saw him at Nebraska. He got the royal treatment. They just brought out everything for that kid, as they should. Um, he he goes to Nebraska, by the way, and they got Matt Rule and Dylan. And all of a sudden, uh, give me a talk about a prop bet. Give me a bet for them to win the conference in two years because I ain't playing with that. I know they're they're down on their luck. I know that. I get that. But holy geez, that'd be a huge huge thing. So let's say Georgia misses out on him. We got Ryan Puglisi, who's who's coming in, also northwest, or, sorry, northeast kid. Yeah, uh, another one uh, coming down, four star kid. Uh, what do you have for Georgia Dogs fans if we don't get Riola? How should they be excited about Ryan? Oh my goodness, um, he is a quick trigger athlete and elite decision maker whose best ball is well ahead of him. Um, this isn't the best quarterback class out there. So taking one early was going to be important for a lot of schools. And, and Georgia bet on Ryan before it knew it had a shot for Dylan. So you could understand both ends of the spectrum. And now you got a coordinator change on top of it. Um, so people feel like the door's open and his stock is is rising as, as time has gone on. I mean, just look over the last, what, month and a half, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, I think Miami offered yes, uh, Ryan a scholarship. You know, so when he committed to Georgia, I was like, oh, who's this sleeper that Georgia got? And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is a national recruit, borderline top five, top 10 type quarterback. And then when you dig into his profile a little bit more, three sport guy playing at a prep school, uh, still moving around from different sports, it kind of it kind of makes you think of guys who are unfinished products and Georgia's got a few of them in their quarterback room right guys who Carson Beck was a Florida Gator baseball verbal commitment Brock Vandegrift was was elite in other sports um I think Ryan reminds me a little bit more of Brock right there's a a lot of athleticism there but how it translates to quarterbacking is what should get you excited from the Georgia perspective because he's a, a quick decisive decision maker and that baseball background man it creates such a quick trigger and if you think about modern college football, that's what it's about. I mean, it's it's not about chucking it 80 yards down the field and letting a gazelle run under it for an 80-yard touchdown. It's more so the decision-making in between. RPO game, reading that defensive end, dropping mm-hmm. your arm angle, mm-hmm. hitting the tight end over the middle for, for eight yards on first and 10. That That's what quarterbacking has become. And I think Ryan is a point guard out there. You know, it's not going to be the flashy – um social media viral ability it's going to be you look up at the stat line and you're like my goodness he's completing 75 percent of his passes he's running a little bit and he's not making mistakes uh does that sound like anybody else georgia fans that formula works pretty well when you've got buku talent everywhere else around you so look i was i was kind of along the lines of the masses like when they took the commitment I had to do some Googling, right? We're looking in the thick of the 23 cycle, a lot more going on in my world. But the more you look at this kid, the more you like him and that athletic profile and focus on so many different sports also lets you know, hey, football wise, the best ball is still well ahead because he's going to get to UGA and he's going to focus on it 
solely and exclusively most likely and that's really where you're going to see a lot of this stuff take off but i think from a quarterbacking and physicality standpoint i think this is a brock vandegrift type of player and that's obviously a heck of a starting point uh and yeah to your point look this it Take everything you've noticed, and I'm so glad John does this well. He talks about the athleticism of the quarterback. He did not call him a dual threat quarterback because those don't exist anymore. And if you're looking, you better be a dual threat. (laughs) You have, you must be. And if you ain't, like, sorry, you're not going to get out there, man. It just doesn't work at all. And when you're talking about high completion percentage, you're talking about accuracy, you're talking about the way in which this uh, new offense has gone. You're looking for, like I said, quick, decisive on-time throws. The the systems are so complex now. Somebody's going to come open. And if you find that window and you're able to drop it into that window, you're going to be fine. And if that kid has that and he's got that quick mentality, he's got that mind that can read. Um, I, I'm I'm concerned. I'm, I'm on record of saying I'm concerned for Georgia's QB room because there's all this talent, but the decision-making is what's hard for me. And if that could be implanted, if that's what this kid is bringing with his decisiveness, because I look at Brock Vandergriff, he's unworldly talent i look at gunner stockton the same thing i look at even carson beck and all my look through and i go i i need that ability to just spin it in the in the window when it comes and if this what this kid does and that's why he's right uh, risen in the ranks right yes. you, you look at him six three two oh five going down yeah. that's not slowing down that's that's what this kid brings and now you're talking about somebody who can fit into uh, get out the whole does he fit the offense that could fit any offense when you're that quick triggered like that. And so that should be exciting for Georgia Bulldog fans to hear. We're still hoping on Raiola, but if not, man, if, if this is second, Holy jeez, I'll take yeah. it. That's the thing. When you are, you know, the premium program in the country, that's, that's your slope, right? It's either the number one guy in the country or settle for, I don't know, the number four guy in the country, wherever he's going to end that's up. Right. That's the slope. But yeah, I think Ryan, who's probably developing a bit of a chip on his shoulder at this point. Yes, sir. Um, I think that's last lining up perfectly. Again, it fits that Georgia narrative so much. I want to go back uh, to a DM from his coach. So I've known his coach, John Wally, for a long time at Avon Old Farms. He was a college coach for a very long time, SEC, uh, up at UConn, a bunch of other places. May 26, 2022, he DMs me. Hey, I got a top guy who is SEC good. You know, in, in the coaching world, uh-huh. If somebody tells you SEC good, this is the best of the best. I said, who is he, coach? Uh, Ryan Puglisi. This is May 26, 2022. You need to write about him. That was what I was told by a former SEC coach. So this is something that is not out of thin air. It's not this coach hyping up his guys. That's a prep school. They got a bunch of guys, right? It's not that's IMG, right. but it's a prep school that's got a bunch of dudes. So he didn't have to do these kind of things. Um, and this is a rapport that we've had for a long time. So when a coach you trust tells you SEC good, you you tend to believe it. Um, and obviously that's almost a year ago now that he told us this. And, and he's looking pretty smart at this point. And as we all play catch up with this evaluation, uh, it's becoming pretty apparent. And not, not only SEC good, just national. This is a national recruit. And if he wasn't in the Northeast, if he was in Texas or Atlanta or, right. or L.A., this is a guy who'd been talking about, you know, 12 to 18 months ago, as opposed to when he committed, like, wait, what? Yeah. So it's, it's a heck of a story. That's, that's kind of unfolding right before our eyes. And look, don't, don't hear me wrong, dog, uh, dog fans. I hope Raiola comes. That would be great. But I'm gonna tell you this right now. This is the type of my, if you go look at recruiting, go look at quarterbacks that have come and done their thing, right? This is the type of guy who is not going to transfer, who does have that chip on his shoulder and who could come in and say, I don't, give a flip who you are 
I'm going to outpace you on the field. And we've already said that's how Kirby runs the program. You you ball out, you play, and it doesn't matter. You get, they 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 you know give them cupcake stuff as five stars, and they pamper them, and they do the recruit, and then they get on campus, and everybody said it's like you're hated. They they're trying to de recruit you at that point. Ryan's the type of dude that's going to stick it out because he does have that chip and he he can ball. Uh, so I love hearing that. Uh, I'm going to need to write about him is just like that's that's going to be a new segment. We're going to talk about on this. Like people need to write about him. That's a great DM. Yes, from, that's from, that's a thing. That's a thing. And it, it's more prevalent as as time goes on, because, yeah, it's harder. It's harder to keep track. So that's right. We trust tell you that you kind of got to uh, believe him. Honestly, uh, it's, right. it's not a sell. It's It's a fact to them. It's just a matter of you kind of getting on that same page. That's right. Uh, John, thank you so much for joining us. Go follow John Garcia underscore junior over on Twitter. Get all the information. John's got other things to do. Thanks, brother, for joining us. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. We're going to continue on and uh, be part of uh, talking about this recruiting cycle ongoing and what this recruiting cycle means for UGA. And let me just tell you this. Um, we're fine. Dog fans. Uh, I, I know lots have been made up in the news. Stetson Bennett. Uh, news broke again, the police report of him being intoxicated in Texas, Jalen Carter's situation. Both of them are, are no longer dogs. They're no longer on the team. Uh, this, these are misdemeanor things and that's not downplaying it. Do not hear me downplaying that at all. When you talk about cultural issues, go listen to, uh, to Milton's dad, go listen to anybody that's part of the program. There's no cultural issues. There's, there's tragedy with the Jalen Carter situation, which we addressed yesterday. When you're talking future, talking recruitment, you're talking about what's going to happen next. This has nothing to do with that at all. I'm going to come back, let you know more about this. But first about Built Bar. Built Bar, tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. They have every single flavor that you can imagine. I have tried them. They got marshmallow. They got crisps. They got everything that you would want. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. All sorts of flavors. All sorts of deliciousness. They are high in protein. They're low in sugar. They're high in fiber. Uh, Pre-workout, post-workout, meal replacement, uh, on the go, kids pickup line, whatever you want. Built Bar tastes like a candy bar, but it's not. It's in fact a protein bar. So get on over, built.com. Um, and right now you get 15% off your entire order with promo code locked on. That's 15% off your entire order of Built Bar with promo code locked on. Or you can go to them at Sam's Club. Walmart, uh, they got they got drinks, they got energy, they got the whole thing. Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. All right, let's finish talking about this Jalen Carter news and Setson Bennett news and culture issues. There's no cultural issues at UGA. None. There's zero. Um, much like people talking about NIL and how it's going to ruin football, this stuff's been going on for years, and there's been compliance offices, and there's been some egregious offenders, and then there's been some lesser offenders. And we want to say, well, let's punish them all the same. You can't do that because that's not how the world works, and that's not how law works. And secondly, this stuff, the cultural issues, uh, go talk to anybody that's played. Stuff like this comes up, and it's horrible. I'm not excusing it. One more time. It's horrible. There. I said it. It's on video. It's on audio. It's horrible. And yet the thing with it is you have to handle it when it comes to you. Jalen Carter news. Um, he's he's going to have some things to answer for. We already talked about that yesterday. Daniel was on the show along with John Tweet Sports talking about how this guy, uh, he, he's going to have to answer for it. And, and the answer is stupid stuff happens and we're people and we do stupid things. He did a very stupid, foolish thing. It's bad. That's not a cultural issue within UGA. 
That was a celebration issue of a young man making a bad decision and going to pay for it. Two things can be true at the same time. Same with Setson Bennett. Man did a stupid decision. It's not a cultural issue. Cultural issue is would have been during the season. That's a cultural issue. Cultural issue is, is guys still on the team not trying to go get paid. Guys on the team transferring out, which we didn't have anybody do that last year except for a couple of third, fourth string guys that wanted to go get more playing time. Those are signs. Decline of excitement. Nolan Smith gets on a podium, talks about UGA. Those, those are all signs of cultural issues. UGA doesn't have that. So calm down. Hear me? Bad decisions made by stupid people. Stupid decisions made by people, I should have said. They made a stupid decision. No cultural issues. Stop it. This isn't an ongoing active player who handed a gun to somebody else. Not that at all. So they're they're different. They are. They're in the same realm, but they're different. I completely two things can be true at the same time. This has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you all tomorrow.